0: to Conservative Patriot Nation, new members and returning members. Tonight we have a very awesome show. I'm sure everyone's seen the video. It's, it's it's done gone viral on Twitter, and it's being shared. I've seen on Telegram as well on the Louisiana Sister Squad's channel. Um, tonight we have Mario Presents, Gays Against Groomers. Yes, you heard that right. Gays against groomers on a conservative patriot nation network. And this is how we kill the evil deception and illusion from the mainstream media. This right here is a threat because it kills the narrative. Oh, conservatives are gays against gays, they're a radical Christian base. And no, we're humans, we love each other. And gay is just a word. Um, <laughs> it's just a word, guys. And before we start the show, I would like to recognize a couple of our sponsors. Mike Lindell, as we all seen at the FBI, uh, met him at Hardy's, as he said, and took his cell phone. Um, as we've seen a lot of censorship with uh, big chain stores trying to kick my pillow out. But you know what? The Patriots stands with Patriots. And MyPillow is a very hitting good success. They've got the greatest products, the slippers. Oh, my God. So comfortable. <laughs> and if you go to MyPillow.com and you type in C-P-N-N, you can get up to 66% off your purchase. And last but not least, I'd like to talk about Z-Stack. Z-Stack is a product that Dr. Zolinko created. As the pandemic was going on, he saved many of lives when the. How can I call it? When the uh, mainstream, I'll just say mainstream, was trying to shut him down from getting patients the proper vitamins and medicines that would get them through the pandemic, they were doing everything they can to stop him from doing it. But he still saved so many lives, thousands of lives. He did not allow evil to take God out of his spirit. And if you go to ZStack.com, he has Z Detox. And Z Zstat. and he's just I just received an email. There's a promotion of uh, Something coming out for the kids as well. So if you go to the, the website, you'll see all that great immune system boosters And if you use promo code CPN, you'll get up to five percent off your purchase and last but not least I would like to introduce the great gaze against groomers Mario presents that video and if you guys haven't seen that video i i i'm telling you now i highly suggest you guys to go watch that video because he bring the fire he shut them people down and this is called it's no division between gay and straight conservative and gay because we're all humans and that's a word you know If you want to live your life this way, live it. We should not be judging. We are not God to judge. And at the end of the day, we're humans. And the only reason that we allow division is because we're weak minded and we want to be controlled. We need to come together. We need to realize them dividing us in every aspect of life is to control us. They can't control us if we come together as one. And we must realize and start opening our eyes that there's activist groups being created that are radical to help solidify the deception and the illusion that the media is pushing. And now I'm going to shut up. Mario, thank you for joining us tonight, boss. Oh, your mic's muted, Mario.
1: Hi guys. Sorry about that. Hi. So, um, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, and I, I want to say that I'm not, um, just I'm one of gay, many gays against groomers. There's several of us. I was approached very, very early on by Jamie, Michelle to be like, Hey, I see the work that you've been doing. I've been on the ground since about 2013. And I said, yes, let me join your group. And when this father reached out to the gag team, the gag squad, said, Hey, I live in Conejo Valley, I have this issue. Can you bring light to it? And I just did what I normally thought. I i mean, what I've been doing. Um, I haven't been speaking at school boards forever. I mean, that's something relatively new. But I have been on the ground and I have been speaking at school boards and I have been kind of studying this and I am a good writer. So I decided why not lend my talents to Gays Against Groomers and let's my let's lend the support to this father. I just so happen to have a niece and nephew in the community. So I said, let's do this. And it, in true Mario fashion, I nothing I do is without intent. And so I went in there prepared with the speech that I had written the night before. Um, I tried to make sure I hit on the subject of faith because in many ways this idea of transgenderism is really based on pseudoscience it's not really based on real science because if it was based on real science we would be affirming um, anorexia the same way and i made sure i drew that parallel in it i drew the fact that you know parallel that we are all family we are standing together and there's no division um, amongst these parents and us and that we are the ones who have to deal with the real life consequences of the school's actions so i wrapped it up neatly in a nice little bow and I kind of got myself together. I timed it and I said, "Okay, I'm about a minute and 45. I think I can do that if I, you know, if I'm a little slow, a little fast, I could work within that. And I have been on the ground for quite a while. So I was going into a place that I knew nobody. Nobody knew me except for the father who invited me. So here I come in walking in in this, you know, groomed dogs, not kids shirt, um, blue pants and silver sparkly stilettos. And so I'm literally a character. You see me, you're like, what is this? Who is this? And I have, if you guys I don't know if you guys know this, um, or you guys are following them, um, The White Rose, shout out to the Crosshairs collection. When I started with the Gays Against Groomers, I reached out to the Crosshairs Collection and I said, Hey, can you design us some gag stickers? And I said, Yeah, we can design you some like Gaze against groomers style stickers. And I said, Great. So I have four designs. I made envelopes with four gag stickers, and then I did Six white rose stickers for a total of 10. And I did different sets of 10 so that I had a mix in each package so that every packet of 10 was slightly different than the one next to it. And I primed the audience and I gave them all these stickers and they were opening them up going, What is this? Oh, gays against groomers. Oh, this is kind of fun. Oh, yes. We don't want Big Pharma in our kids' lives. Oh, yes, we need to teach our children about liberty. Oh, yes, men cannot become women. Oh, yes. If men can become women, then does that mean roosters can lay eggs? Literally all those little witty things that you would get from the White Rose were in the mix. And so they're over there talking, chatting with one another. So when I went up, I walked up to that school board. And I, if you guys see on my, my channel, on my video, um, not the Twitter one that's gone viral, you see me walking up to the school board and handing them something and everyone's like, what did you hand them? That's exactly what I handed them. So they got a double dose because they open up their envelopes, they're looking at these, these these stickers, and they're just going, it's, it's, it's bothersome to them, because obviously, they disagree with the premise of the stickers. And then I put the nail in the coffin, and I deliver my two minute speech with five seconds to spare. And I curtsy, and I walked away, and the crowd just loved it. And I knew, I knew at that point that I had done something very powerful um, for this community. I didn't know it was going to go as viral as it did. Um, I was waiting for the school to finally upload it. I, you know, they had gotten different this angle and that angle, and I was like, no, no, no. And finally, I got the the film from the school, and I said, that's the one I want to use. Uh, I. Tweeted it out first thing Thursday morning because you can't tweet things out on Wednesday night because no one's going to see them. I mean, come on, I'm a content creator. We've got to be smart about this. So I caught that wave on Thursday morning, and I by noon, I'm being retweeted by Christina Pushaw. I'm being tweeted by Benny Johnson. I'm falling asleep to these powerful people now paying attention to what I said, <clears throat> and I'm beside myself. I've little old me. Who would have thought? I wake up in the morning, and I get an email from Jamie, and I, it, I'm i introduced into this email chain going, hey, um, I think Mario's asleep right now, but I'm sure, let me ask him when he wakes up. And they said, do you want to be on the news? And I said, yes, I would love to talk to Jesse Waters. So they send a news truck out to my house, and it was an experience of a lifetime. But And I and I prayed the whole time that I found the right words, because I don't want to fumble, bumble, mops, blah, blah. blah. I, I, I do enough of that in real life that I definitely don't want to do that on national TV. Uh, I wanted to make sure that the message got out to parents that there is a war for your children's minds. And there are people out here who are fighting this war with you and they see it. And I want you all to be relieved that these people have entered the field. I say the unicorns have entered the field because um, we are very, very magical. We are very special because on the field of battle because I've been out there and, and it's not to say that, you know, we are in a war, but we are in a culture war. You know, we're not physically getting into fights with each other, but I actually have been attacked on the streets of Los Angeles. I was at the Wii Spa. Many patriots have, have whispered and talked about the Wii Spa. I was there on the ground. Um, I was pepper sprayed at the Wii Spa. I had my flag torn from me f- at the Wii Spa. I was hit with my own pole at the Wii Spa. And then the second event of the Wii Spa, the second round, I was doxxed. I had my f- my phone number, my address, not my phone number, my address put on a flyer, a picture of me put on uh, on a flyer. Uh, my my address on a theater marquee there they painted it on as a um uh, a banner on a on a sheet a white sheet and they hung it over a theater marquee in the community then they put my address on the 101 freeway and as if to be like how you better not be here you better not come out here you better keep your mouth shut and i said you know what i'm gonna double down and i'm still going to do this and what did i do i went to things like straight pride i went to things <clears throat> like um dc in december and I'm out there, I refuse to back down. Because when when this when your path is so right, that these people who are dark, dark, dark figures, they don't even show their faces and they want to bring you down, that just that just furthers my resolve to say I am on the right path, I am doing something right. Because everywhere I go, i find love and while you seem to try to throw darkness on me i'm going to throw nothing but brilliance on you and if you want to call me a racist fine call me a racist i'll wear a confederate hat to make you Blow your top. I'll make. I'll, I'll. wear. You know, little boy shorts. You know, like the the spanky shorts, the swim shorts that are Confederate, and be like, "Ha ha, look at me." What are you gonna say? I'm an indigenous racist. Like, come on, now. These people have no argument, and I, I relish nothing more than to watch them just break down. I, they're in my DMs, you know, going, "Hi, I'm Mario. Hi, I'm Mario," making fun of me, and I'm just laughing. I'm laughing, and it's not that I'm laughing all the way to the bank because I don't get paid for. Any of this. None of this. I do this because I, I love my country and I want to save my community. And I want to share what I've learned with other people so that we can all work together and save our country.
0: Absolutely. I think, you know, um, as a collective, I mean, God is waking a lot of people up. It doesn't matter if you're gay, you're straight, you're left, you're right. It doesn't matter if you're white, you're black, you're brown. He's waking up a collective and the awakening is is so awesome. And just hearing your story, you know, and when you know you're over the target, you know, you are making a powerful dent. And when they see a gay guy out there (laughs) wearing a don't tread on me hat or loving the flag and standing for the values of freedom and just normalcy oh my god they're sitting there like holy shit we're in trouble and i'm telling you, you know that what like when i saw that 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 school board powerful message that you gave i was like wow this is powerful and i just knew i had to get a hold of you i, I was like i gotta bring this guy on i mean that's so powerful. I, I I mean, I'm getting goosebumps and I know it's gonna pay a dividend down the line because there's so many moms and dads that have been called terrorists. So some parents are scared to even go to a school board meeting. I, I mean, I know some people here in Wisconsin that they really gave up on going to the school board meeting because when they went there to complain about the critical race theory and all the crazy radical stuff next thing you know blm showed up calling the parents bitches uh threatening them that they'll beat their ass i mean and and there's a video out there on youtube you know all you, all you got to do is look it up and, and you can see what happened to the parents and it intimidated them from going to school but when we start looking at these radical organizations and groups and realize, you know, my aunt always tells me, follow the money. And, and when you see where they're getting the money from, it's like, oh, wow. You know, and it's, it's just to give an illusion. And you're killing that illusion. And and I'm so honored, man. I, I, I'm i so honored. But I would like to ask you, Mario, what, what got you to the point where you says okay, there's no more sitting on the couch. I got to get out and get up, and I got to do something.
1: 2013, Melissa Paris Harry on MSNBC, and I will say this to the day I die. She came out on TV, and she said, your children do not belong to you. We have to get over this notion that children belong to their parents. Children are belong to the community, and blah, 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 blah. And I just went, no, 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 no. I'm 33 years old. I may have kids. I may not. I've been with this same person for now 10 years. This is not okay. This is not a good message. And I need to say something. And so I just made a little video. I posted it on my Facebook, you know, Um, at the time. I had already been deeply involved in the underground Facebook gay conservative book groups because, believe it or not, they did exist. There were gay conservative groups on Facebook quietly discussing, saying, you know, we can't really say anything and it always hate Obama. Da-da-da-da. And we would have these conversations, McCain and I mean, all that stuff was there. And I would post my little videos into the little, you know, the echo chamber. Um, and they're like, yeah, Mario, yeah, you should do more. You should do more. And I'm going, I don't know one of the members, because one of the one of the groups ultimately became my responsibility and I opened it up to straight people. I said, No, we can't just be an echo chamber of gay people. We need to start including straight people, Um, people who are receptive to our message, who could also also understand our nuances, because everybody has a gay brother, everyone has a gay sister, everyone has a gay cousin, something in it touches their lives. And so, you know, we rational gays have to make sure that we stay rational, and we include these other people so that they can share our story, because we can't just be hidden on an island all by ourselves. So it was in those channels that I found this gentleman who said, Hey, I'll buy your website. I'll host your website. All you got to do is post the videos and, and do the blog posts, you know, because I like your light writings too. Okay. And I did, I chugged along, chugged along, chugged along just a little bit here in a time. Um, I, consistency was inconsistent. And But I created a database, unbeknownst to me. And so this has been in the works since 2013. And then in 2019, I burst on the scene, I'm like, Hi, I can be a face, I can be I can give interviews, I'm well spoken, I and nobody want to pay attention to me. You know, so I just did my thing. You know, I went to rallies, I went to reopen America rallies, I went to Donald Trump rallies, Um, I went to Save the Children rallies, because these All of these things aligned with my message, which was, you know, protect kids. Number one, that was, you know, protect our future. Okay, love your country and let me be free. That was that was really what it was all about. Um, I've never been religious. You know, I'm I'm a confirmed Catholic. I will never deny that I I have a confirmation name and everything. And I understand when I'm very self-aware, I've always been that self-aware child. So when I went into confirmation, I knew what that was about. I didn't go in. thinking that I'd been brainwashed uh, in or at all, you know, it was willingly and it was willful. And so I understand the nuances of religion. So when I balance that with my freedom, my my sense of freedom and my sense of liberty, um, I ultimately came to the resolution that you know, yes, gay marriage or marriage is between a man and a woman. Um, gay marriage doesn't actually exist in the church. It doesn't it doesn't happen. The church doesn't give that type of a thing. The state may want to use the same word. And this is where my libertarian streak says, says you know, you sh- maybe you should choose a different word and then everybody can have the same thing and the church can just have their marriage and then the state has whatever it is. And whether you're married in the church or the state, you're still going to be recognized legally. That's really all people wanted. Um, but my ideas are too radical. So I just kept chugging along, kept chugging along, uh, meeting people, um, just making those connections. I met Jamie Michelle at, from Gays Against Groomers in Nashville last year at the Outspoken Pride event they had. Uh, Same Rick Gurnell was there. Um, uh, Jim Hoft from Gateway Pundit was there. There was all kinds of conservative gays who have been either on the scene, worked in the communities. And we all connected and said, Hi, we all exist. And it's cool. Like, we can see each other like, it's like having a black convention, but you're gay. And it was cool. And from there, it's just grown. And, and and I met a group of people here in my local community that helped us pass a law. First in its nation, we actually um, created a law that says you cannot ask me for a vax passport you cannot force me to get a vax passport you cannot ask me to share my private medical information with you as a business um with you as as my employer Uh, we are the first in its nation and we're in los angeles county like wait a minute you you guys passed that in los angeles los angeles yes los angeles county um, it's the city is Palmdale. Um, you look up the Palmdale Freedom Coalition. I encourage everybody to look it up. We have, it th- you can see our ordinance. It's right there under the resources tab and you can read it yourself. No, you know, there, no Palmdale entity shall create a third part, you know, pass, blah, blah, blah. We wrote it and we push- pressured the city council for six months to finally put it on the, on the ballot or not on the ballot, on the dais, you know, and vote on it. And they finally voted on it and they passed it. We had initially known that we had two supporting council members um, but it was a total surprise for us when it came down and it was 5-0 all in favor of our ordinance because um, they understood that we were just not going to relent we were not going to to give up and after that you would think that this group's mission would be over no as soon as we did that we started realizing and realizing the depth of corruption that's in our community and we're exposing it we went to the city council meeting just last week and i talked about it i said hey you guys have this tax that you guys are charging the community, and then you're taking that tax money and you're giving it to nonprofits. Nonprofits like Toys for Tots, which is noble by nature, but how does Toys for Tots actually help the whole community? Because when you're giving money as a city to a nonprofit or to a um, a special interest group, that special interest has to give the city back something of equal value to the benefit of the entire community. And that's a special interest group um, that's only benefiting Kids. I mean, I'm not a kid. I don't benefit from Toys for Tots. Um, and this went for multiple groups in the community that they had handed out tens of thousands of dollars. One of them was uh, Dolores Huerta. I'm sure you've heard of that that group. Um, it's a very, very pro left group. Um, they're very pro. Um, we need to fight the deportation of our illegal brother, or you know illegal brothers and sisters. And our city gave them money. And not only did the city give them money, they sent the check to a PO box in Bakersfield. And we oh, showed wow. up. With, we showed up with receipts. Um, the Prominent Freedom Coalition has created a team that we have researchers that are asking, that are doing SERPA requests for the city to get these checks. Um, I'm part of the the investigative team, the the uh, information team. So when people have information, I can get directed to where it needs to be. Uh, we have teachers um, who are feeding us information from what's happening in the schools. We have a city. Import, we have everybody connected and everybody's doing something. We even have, a, have a sign team. So when we were trying to get our ordinance passed, um, the sign team would go out into the community and post rogue signs in the community on the light posts on the streetlights, um, saying, you know, pass our ordinance, check us out of Palmdale Freedom Coalition, you know, unmask yourselves, you know, um, stop wearing a mask in your car alone. But all those those things that you want to just shout to everybody that you see. Well, we guess what? We did it. We went out into the community and we put these posters out. So now you're driving along, you're like, oh shit. And you see it. You have no choice but to look. And the reason we did it by hand is because if you get something mass produced, not only are you having to pay for it, the second reason is because people tune that out. You were all in political political election season and we all see those signs. You tune them out. Eventually you stop looking at them like, I don't give a fuck. Who? Sorry. I don't give a who are these people are? Oh no, no, we we can swear on here. <laughs> okay, you know I you know I don't. So I have an idea that we can then take um, the back of a take a poster board, okay, and we can say our opinion on their signs because, for instance, I live in Mike Garcia's district, okay, and this probably may get me in trouble and people are like, oh my god, Mario's gonna... I'm not defacing signs. Let's just get that clear. I understand that we getting touching their signs and, and ruining their stuff is very much against the law. But there is no law that says I cannot make a poster that is a giant arrow and points to something. And then I write something in the arrow. For instance, Christy Smith is a three-time loser. Yes. How would that look? A big old giant arrow pointing this way saying, three-time loser, Christy Smith. And here's her sign. Okay, Or 100% score from Planned Parenthood, Christy Smith. Okay. And it's not just her. We can do this for other candidates that we've found. One lady, Andrea Alarcón, who's running for city council, actually abandoned her child. Well, not abandoned. She was at a holiday party for work because she worked downtown at City Hall. And so she was at a Christmas party and she left her child at City Hall. The child was found wandering the city literally went downstairs and the child was 11 years old. And when the the city hall security guard said, child, what are you doing? She says, I'm waiting for my mom. The security ultimately had to take the child to the police station who contacted her and says, hi, we have your child. And she says, okay, I'll be there to pick him up. At 2.45 in the morning. Wow. And you're running for office? That's child endangerment. So what if we put a sign with an arrow saying, child endangerment, case number, date? It's not illegal. It's not. And I'm not saying something that's not true. Did, was there any charges or, I mean? They ultimately were dropped because the child let me I'll be right back. You I'll be right back. Let me go grab it and I'll read it to you guys.
0: Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm back. So, let's what's see. really what's really crazy about that if that was just a regular citizen, oh my god, CPS is coming, the kid is getting right. taken away. Because, I mean, because- wow
1: right she was working actually for a lawyer at the time or down there so here it is the comments i have it so let me let me put this up so people can actually see that i'm actually not lying okay this is a los angeles district attorney charges evaluation worksheet okay in this matter the suspect los angeles city commissioner for public works on november 16 2012 the suspect attended an event at city hall She brought her 11-year-old daughter with her. The suspect left the event at approximately three hours later in the company of two adults. She left her 11-year-old daughter at City Hall. Her daughter followed her out and approached her on the street approximately one block from City Hall. The suspect told the child to go back to City Hall and wait for her. Suspect told her she would be right back. She told the child she was walking two individuals to their car and would be back in 10 minutes. The child immediately walked back to City Hall. Security video shows her inside City Hall in the presence of security officers during part of this time. Approximately 45 minutes after her return, she is questioned by City Hall security officers. She is asked who she is and what is she doing there at this time of night. Okay. Mind you now this is like midnight. Okay. The child told officers that she was the daughter of Miss Alarcon and she was looking for her. Security called LAPD for assistance. LAPD transported the victim to LAPD Central Division and contacted DCFS. Suspect Alarcon was subsequently located at the Doubletree Hotel after 1 a.m. Subsequently came to Central Division in the company of other individuals. Suspect appeared intoxicated, intoxicated, according to officers who saw her at LAPD Central. The suspect left the victim alone for approximately three hours. However, she was unattended for only 45 minutes of this time period. At that time, security officers interceded and took temporary custody of the victim. Also, security indicated that the victim was inside City Hall for part of the time. In sum, it does not feel that she was left left by the suspect under circumstances or conditions likely to produce great bodily harm. Which is only relevant for the felony statute given the facts of the case. This matter is uh, more appropriately filed as Penal Code Section 273AB, which does not require circumstances likely to be produced. Bodily injury or death penal code is a misdemeanor. This wow. wants to run for city council. Abandons her child, will abandon my city. I don't think so. So, you know we do things like this
0: nice
1: is that all is it against the law
0: no it doesn't look like you're burning down buildings or tearing down statues
1: okay but it's going to trigger the other side and that's what I'm all about that's what I'm all about I am all about scorching this earth with their culture they're everything what i've gone to city hall or school board meetings okay where excuse me sorry my dog go um i've gone to school board meetings where the school board is is getting ready to uh they want to test everybody who's unvaccinated and only the unvaccinated to you know because they love segregation right so i went up there and i said so hi um you want to test the unvaccinated why stop there Let's not stop there. You as a district own these teachers bodies. You should be requesting their entire medical history. You should be know if these teachers are going for cancer, cancer screenings. You need to know if they're going to have time for Gastric bypass. You need to know if they're going to have depression issues because this can affect the the mental well being of our children. And since you own these children's minds, you should probably own also own the property that's educating these minds. And blah 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 blah. And the school board just looked at it and they, they they didn't know what to say. I shoved their culture, the thing that they want so much, which is to control others, and I gave it to them. And they went, I don't like this anymore. I don't like this game. You're right. You don't like this game, but I'm here to play this game because no one else will.
0: Wow, that is wow. It it sounds like you need to be running for some position down there in California, some political position. Like no, I want other
1: people to be inspired to run, and I just want to give them the tools so that they can run. None of this is about me. This is all about other people. I want to help the community. I want to save. I, I want to save the country that's really what I want to do. Um, Before we we, we were recording, um, I was talking about the future and how this is is really for the future. Um, I came to the realization many, many years ago, that my tree of love is barren. There is nothing I can do about that. God made sure of that. And I accepted that. And I said, but God, I still want to make an impact on this world. And I know I can do that. And if I can't do that with biology, if I can't do that with making a child and say, you know what, I wasn't perfect, but maybe my child will be better than me. I don't have that luxury. Okay. Heterosexuals have that luxury at the end of the day. I don't. I said, well, at the end of the day, how can I leave this world better than when I left it? How can I leave a legacy? And that's exactly what I'm trying to do with my platform, with Gays Against Groomers, with the Palmdale Freedom Coalition. I'm trying to leave this place a better place than when I found it.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I know we have uh, a member that has a question, but before we get to her question, I, wa- I want to ask you, <clears throat> i seen many months ago, I think it's called the Obama School, somewhere down there in California, where allegedly the teachers gave the kid a pizza to get
1: vaccinated and was told yes. not to tell their parents. Yes. The Los Angeles, it was It was actually uh, I think it was a high school or a middle school. It was. Yeah. Well, wow. yeah. it's happening. It's literally it's coercion. It's and when people ask me, what's the definition of grooming? Because people will say, oh, grooming is anti LGBT or it's a trans slur. No grooming. OK, and if anybody if you guys want to write this down, Grooming is the deliberate separation of children from their parents to teach them something contrary to their belief system. Done. That's what it is.
0: Wow. Tammy, uh, oops, sorry. Uh, Tammy, your mic's unmuted. So if you got a question for uh, Mario, feel free.
2: Hi,
3: Mario. Thank you so much for being here. I really love your energy first of all. And um, you know, when I first saw your video, it was here on Mike's page. And I just want to say I love the shirt so much. Um, the groom dog's not kids, because I am a former dog groomer. So I just love that. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm a fan as soon as I saw it. Um, but um, I actually have a couple questions if that's okay with yeah, Mike. Absolutely. Um, all right. so the first thing I wanted to ask you is what is your take on the 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 pedos dressed up as trans groomers that are doing these drag shows for kids do you think that's a majority more of a staged thing for mainstream media or is you know just kind of like a group of pedophiles really wanting to do this
1: i think there are pedophiles really wanting to do this, honestly. People don't realize that Drag Queen Story Hour is actually a business. It's a corporation. Um, They're supposed to be doing background checks, but they don't do them. And when they do them, these drag queens um, and these pedos are using the drag name instead of their legal name to avoid getting caught. Uh, In my own community, there was a, they call it the outreach center. It's a local LGBT center. And when I tried in 2016, uh, to try to help the center to give it a good name, um, we we actually um, discovered some really really inappropriate behavior from their youth division, which was they called it the uh, Out Project, and they very quickly scrapped that Out Project because of the inappropriateness of behavior between the you know the I guess you would say what do they call it? the big brothers or whatever you want to call them, um, and that was the first thing that we said when after we finished a successful event with them, I did one event with them, which was 2016 Pride, which was the most successful Pride in my community ever. Um, I made sure that there was no, you know, none of the, you know, inappropriate, everything was must be G rated. It was, it was like, as if you had Lola Honey, or not sorry, um, uh, Lady Maga, if you had her produce this thing, I had at the time I had a, a girl named Lola Honey, and I sold her, I said, I'm very, very clear there's certain things that you cannot do, it's got to be super clean, you know, there's going, we're not catering it to children, but there may be children and that idea needs to be at the in the back of your mind. And um, they understood that. So um, we did put on a good event that was not inappropriate. Um, and Then they moved on to a Halloween event. They said, oh, we want to do a Halloween event. We want to bring kids, you know, da, 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 trick-or-treating because you know, Halloween is all about trick-or-treating. And the first thing my husband and I said was, number one, we are not mixing adults with children. We are going to have a separate event for children. And if anybody wants to chaperone, we're going to live scan them. we got to make sure we put protections, blah, blah, blah. And the first thing they said was, yeah, we're not going to do that Halloween event. And we thank you for all the work you've done, but I think we're going to go separate ways.
3: All right. Well, thank you for that. I was just kind of curious because, you know, as a truther, you really don't, you know, I I am one of the people that like everything I look at, I'm like, is this fake? You know, um, no, just thinking. Th- that, did it, did it, well, I mean, I understand that part of it, but I mean, that's something that's being perpetuated by the mainstream media to push the transgender, um, you know, agenda. So, okay, and the second question I had was, whenever you go off on the school boards, um, which is a great thing, and I wish more people would do it, um, what is their reaction? Because they, you know, you always see the clips of the people that are amazing speakers and then it's done. But I'm like, I'm thinking like, well, what are they doing? Are they just sitting there? Are they, do they start like spewing far left ideologies at you? Like, what is the reaction?
1: technically from the dais they're not allowed to respond they're not allowed to say anything back so you have to read their body language um i make them visibly very uncomfortable they they don't want to make eye contact with me they start looking down they you know they start fidgeting in their seats Uh, so that's pretty much what it is you have to read their be able to read their body language because they cannot by law say anything back sometimes they do outburst and i wish they would (laughs) <laughs> i wish a bitch would but unfortunately i have
2: not had that pleasure all right so thank you and thank you for everybody listening to my long questions
0: no they were good questions um i was actually going to ask that too because i start seeing all these videos that pop up like in texas with these parents bringing their kids to a bar setting and this transgender is pulling their boobs out, popping their butts on the little boy,
1: the little boy's taking his shirts it's, off. They're putting dollars in his pockets. And I've been working on something. Um, and I mean, I don't wanna divulge too much, but these, these places, they're skirting laws in order to allow children into it. Um, for instance, Hamburger Mary's, they're a restaurant. Okay? they're not a bar. Okay, If they wanted to bring a child into a nightclub, they couldn't, the law prevents them. But the law does not prevent you from bringing it into a restaurant, bringing a child into a restaurant. And as long as that restaurant serves food for more than 50% of the time, there's pretty much anything goes as long as they get in california what's called a conditional use permit they have to have a permit if they want to have a drag show they got to have a permit from the city in order to do the drag show An alcohol license doesn't allow you to just do that um, certain alcohol licenses like nightclub licenses do just allow you to change your routine at a drag show have a coffee night have this um, nightclubs will allow you to do that but when it comes to a restaurant they have to apply for special permits and i wonder if some of these restaurants actually do have the necessary permits to host a drag show or if they've just been approached by this troop okay because drag is a very uh nomadic art they, they go from place to place they go from this location to this location looking for a place because ultimately some raunchy nasty Creature is going to do something raunchy and nasty in an establishment, and then ultimately end up ruining it for them. The story tells itself over and over and over again in the gay community, but they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to say this out loud because it makes them look bad.
0: Wow. <clears throat> Thanks for explaining. Um, that definitely opens the eyes a little bit on how they are bypassing
1: certain laws and uh, restrictions. Yeah, we Which would have is, to look uh, into it. You can't, I mean, I'm not throwing those allegations out there, but we would definitely have to look into it. If, you def- if you're if you concerned about a drag show happening at a local restaurant or bar in your event, call the city. You know, call the city and say, hey, do they have a conditional use permit for this event? Um, because that's one way to actually get it shut down.
0: Most definitely. It looks like Tammy has another question. Go ahead, Tammy. Yeah.
3: Hey, me again. Okay, so the next question I had was, since you are in California, um, I wanted to know, since they lowered the law of uh, consent to have sex, like what is it, like 10 years apart or something like that? Well, basically yeah, having sex with children is now allowed in California. Do you feel like in um, the LGBT community that you have seen, um, a little bit more openness in being a pedophile or seen people go from saying I'm gay to I'm, what are they, what are they trying to call the pedophiles now?
1: Uh, um, minor, minor, person. attracted,
3: minor attracted. You're right. So are do you find that in your, in that community, more people are actually saying that?
1: Um, I don't necessarily. I don't see it. I don't see them saying that they're, you know, actively looking for someone underage because it's still they. There's still a stigma, and they're very well, well aware of it. Um, but the fantasy, the fan, the the romanticization of, you know. We have to. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys an uncomfortable truth. It all has to go back to gays worship their sex. Instead of worshiping God, they worship their sex. They worship this orgasm, this feeling of I've achieved something and I feel good about myself and I'm going to move on. And so that's why they, they, they find themselves to be very promiscuous. And, and um, they, they're driven by this need to pray on and 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 complete this this idea of fornication and or, orgasm um, so sexual fulfillment. There we go. Um, And I see a lot of predatory behavior in the gay community. Um, there's gays who turn around and they say, oh, I want to get that straight man. You know, I want to be his first. And that's predatory behavior. Um, there's there's large gaps in we call them they like to call them intergenerational relationships because they're just a large age gap, you know, old man, young boy. Um, And when that old man, young boy, okay, as an adult, that's fine. But as you start sliding that scale down to a point where now you have the underage, they're going, well, what's the big deal? You know, I could be there first, and, and it's sick to say out loud. And I want nothing to do with that community, which is one of the reasons why they hate me so much, because I speak out against it. I'm in a monogamous committed relationship and they hate it because I find fulfillment and happiness in my relationship, and they can't find relation. They can't, you know, find fulfillment and happiness within themselves, much less a stable relationship. So they prey on others. They prey on 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 heterosexual men. They prey on on young men. They prey on on each other, and it's truly a self destructive community.
3: Thank you so much for that answer, and um, I do have one more question. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Does anybody else have a question first? Because I feel like I'm totally hogging this. I'm just so interested. I do, but I can go after you, Tammy. Okay, thanks, JW. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the last question for right now is... uh, a really good friend of mine and a person that was actually on Mike's show too, she was in the foster care system as a, a worker and she's fighting against that whole crime organization right now. What she talks about a lot is a lot of people that are uh, you know, gay, really confused on their gender and stuff like that were in the foster care system and the foster care system actually pushes that on the children very heavily and it started there before it was like out in the open with Mm -hmm. with like this now and so i was just wondering do you come across that a lot in you know people that you know and stuff like that
1: well i don't know if you guys have ever followed him but christopher drew he was another content creator a couple years ago um he was in the foster care system and he was a gay youth in the foster care system uh he told me stories about how as a gay youth in the foster care system, he was not allowed to stay in a stable home. Um, They were moving him a lot because they were afraid. The excuse was they want to prevent sexual molestation, but they're also preventing stability. So um, I don't know too much about that, other than what I've been told um, by Christopher Drew. And he said that, yeah, the the, the foster care system is not a good system for anybody. Um, And one of the reasons why I just I, I don't even want to be involved in any of that. I I feel really sad because um, and the DCFS system because they, they fail children all the time. I'm like I said, I'm from Palmdale and I'm friends with Gabriel Fernandez. His family is his mom or his grandmother. Um, the mom is in jail. The boyfriend's in jail and the poor little boy is dead. And they sent him to school in dresses. You know, they burned his skin because he was maybe a little more feminine and we all agree that we you know if you have a little swishy son or you've got a you know a little more butchy girl little daughter um that doesn't mean that you beat the crap out of them and that's going to solve the problem but you also don't need to um placate that all the way through you have you you discuss it you, you 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 handle it like an adult because we are the adults in the room they're not and they don't understand and the tragedies happen and the left loves to use those tragedies. Like, would you rather they love to use um, emotional blackmail? Would you rather have a dead son or a gay daughter? You know, that's, that, that's, and it breaks my heart because I see it. I see it every day. And the DCFS system is not good. We need to bring light to the to the corruption in it and how they're really not in it for the kids. Um, because there's many, many stories.
2: Thank you. Go ahead, J.W. Hi, Mario.
3: You were bringing up um, before about the restaurants versus, you know, bars. But how about some of these locations where I've seen videos where they've done these drag shows at like high
1: schools? How is that happening? So that's happening because teachers are working in partnership with things like the Trevor Project. They're working in partnership with the YMCA. Okay, And what you have is you have these gay activists who become parts of these boards in these communities, um, or they, for instance, in my community, they would be the outreach center, um, the local gay teacher would be a director at the outreach center. And then you say, oh, well, let's have, you know, so and so come in and talk to the class because we're going to be talking this lesson I've seen a teacher in my own community actually get um, terminated from one school and end up having to get hired in another school only to get hired in another school, I still, you know, don't, I don't agree with the fact that this person is still teaching, but this person would teach Spanish to the kids, and deliberately inject their sexuality into the lesson plan. I mean, you're teaching Spanish, for God's sake, why are you teaching them about sex? And you wonder how does how do they do that? How do they do that? Well, for instance, today class, we're going to be learning about the family and we're going to be learning about the husband and the husband, and we're going to learn about the wife and the wife. And, you know, this family is that, oh, and we also have the husband and the wife. And so it would he they would deliberately push that in the in the curriculum. And ultimately, a parent spoke up and said, hey, you know, we need to do something or you're going to get in trouble. And they ultimately just went, moved that teacher somewhere else and that's something that we need to discuss at the school boards We need to start talking about this at the school board bringing attention to it um and the s- saddest part is that the school boards are bu- not just bu- the, uh, the school board, not just blm um the school boards themselves are bullying these parents i have stories from parents um who say the school board called my job and made false allegations and now i'm under review and I may be losing my job over 20 years working for this company um, because I was, they alleged that I trespassed or they alleged that I spoke and, you know, I made threats to a school board member. And this is not just a problem here with the school districts. This is a problem with the businesses because this animal is in its death throes and they're doing anything they can to sling mud, to try and distract, to tr- destroy and divide us. And as long as we stay together in this fight, there's nothing that we can't do.
0: I completely agree. Thank
2: you.
0: All right. Jaylene Davison, you're up. You can, your mic's unmuted. Hi, Mario. First of all,
4: thank you you for everything you do. It's so appreciated. I heard you you, talk. Uh I heard you talk about, um, the Supreme court decision of 1982 with Pico versus the board in 1973. Miller versus California about um, there being sexual contents in the school libraries. My question is a two-part question. Because the Supreme Court actually found on these two cases, how is it that the schools and the school boards still get away with actually pushing this into the school libraries? And two, can that case not be used as a parallel or an allegory to actually stop
1: them from teaching it in the class as well? That's a very good question, Jaylene, and I love you, I miss you, I can't wait to see you. Um, and with the case of 1982, of uh, Pico to the Board of Education, that case said that any amount of vulgarity in the school's library must not exist. The school has every right to remove any little tiny innuendo of sexual vulgarity from the schools from teenagers that is in the law the 1973 case which is what these activists and these far 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 you know gone people they use the 1973 uh, case of california versus miller uh, which says that okay well let's look at this book this whole book well this book tells a story about a gay kid and his journey Okay, so maybe there's one part where they hook up with another kid. And yeah, it goes into graphic detail. But the whole story is about this kid and we should be accepting of it. And that's not pornography. So the Miller case says they're right. Maybe it's not pornography. But the 1981 case of Pico versus the Board of Education says that, hey, that one chapter where it describes that sexual encounter, that's inappropriate for all students. And you have a duty to remove that from your libraries and not allow it into into the libraries. What we're having now is we're having um, these far left organizations like the American Library Association, believe it or not, they're they're a, you know, they're a special interest group, and they are pushing to get this stuff into the, the libraries and they're using um unite against book bans to be like you're banning books you're banning books oh you're so terrible these people you see i just want to read about gay kids no you don't want to just read about gay kids you want to expose children to this inappropriate material period and we're not having any of it the rule says 1982 if it's one little drop of sexual innuendo in the book it is not okay for the school, and if you keep it in there, then you school district are implicitly endorsing that material. So, are you agreeing with that? Are you okay with that? Are you? Can I read this on the school board, and we see what happens when the parents read their own material back to the school board? So that's exactly what on the on the same wavelength of what I'm doing. Give them back all their stuff. Give them back all the research and present it in a way that they ha- can't run away from
4: thank you mario um on on another note when we bring this to the attention of the boards and they ignore it would you have any advice on how to actually um show us how to actually fight that
1: um i you we would definitely want to talk to um maybe ryan heath at the gavel project i don't know if anybody's ever heard of him um, he would be a great resource. Um, uh, we would definitely want to get into, at that point, you'd want to either serve them. I, I don't know. I'm going to answer it like that. Cause I don't really know, but I think that to give an effect, okay. To reinforce the fact that you're serious, that you've done your research. I'm the type that I would print out both. I would print out the 1982 case. I would print the print out that case. Okay. You can search it on Google, print it out and give them a copy. And be like, here, boom, 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 boom. And then highlight it. Right here. Right here. You're violating the Supreme Court. You're going to get sued. Yeah. Right here. Black and white. What are you going to do now? And see what they do. Thanks again,
4: Mario. And I love you, too. I can't wait to see you real soon.
0: Mm. All right, Kelly, you're up hello
2: mario i'm kelly i'm from um, florida i'm a teacher and a mom so you rock um and i agree with everything that you've been saying i mean i couldn't say it better you know you just you're i my heart goes out to you and um keep fighting a good fight um here's a simple question i'm loud spoken and But my, you know what I mean? I'm in Florida, we have it kind of calm, but what can teachers do to help you more if we can't like go directly to a school board? You know, like,
1: unfortunately
2: I can't, you know?
1: Absolutely. What teachers can do is teachers can offer the parents support. The teachers can reach out to the parents outside um, of the school and say hey you know I'm not on board with this you know I really you know uh, let them know because that'll help give parents the encouragement to speak up because the parents are the ones who are who have to speak up and teachers if you want to speak up too remember okay you can call in you can use a different name okay so your hands aren't completely tied um, join a coalition join a team i have a couple of teachers um who actually did find the, the courage and they speak out against their old school board they will have their absolutely i'm gonna talk to them because they represent me too so eventually you will get there but if you're not there maybe call in use maybe a different name you can even do written comments um because that's gonna also be important that you we have to all have our voices heard and even if we're afraid even if we're like i don't know if i want to speak out publicly there's multiple ways of being able to get your voice heard either through the parents or through an alias so that we can all work together
2: thank you and i love you i love you too god bless
0: yeah now we're coming up on the hour now i just want to ask you could you Give us a better understanding of the gays against groomers, um, how the organization works. Yeah. Is there any way that we can help them out? And I would definitely love to bring on some of the ladies that you named um, and give that organization a little bit more exposure because we're all united as one and we're all
1: fighting the same fight. And that's for freedoms and to live free yeah so gays against you can find us at gaysagainstgroomers.com www.gaysagainstgroomers um and the group is really just gay people trans people bisexual democrats and republicans okay it's not just one-sided it the one thing that happens to tie us together is the fact that we represent what we call the rainbow um we were founded strictly to support parents and, and fight against the grooming and the indoctrination and the sexualization that we're, we're seeing. Um, I, I was asked to join very early on because of the work that I've done. And I just want to lend one more voice. We're always looking for content. Okay, if you guys want to attend one of these events, okay, undercover and record them, reach out and let us know. So we know that content is coming. Please be careful. OK, if you want to record yourself speaking in a school board, okay, we are looking for gags in every community. I have a page of goodness, I think it's probably like 72 different applications for chapter leaders. People want to become chapter leaders and lead their communities. And that's what we're looking for. I personally am applying what I've learned with the Palmdale Freedom Coalition and how we've worked in teams and consortium to achieve a goal. I'm applying that with Gays Against Groomers. Um, I stepped up and I became I'm I it's weird to say this out loud, but I'm the West Coast lead for the Gays Against Groomers Coalition. Underneath me I have um another one who's California uh lead and we all are continuously working on our regular personal content but we're also working on content specifically for gays against groomers and lending whatever talents we have i happen to be able to be very connected and be bilingual so i'm starting to help launch this gays against groomers espanol because it's important to get our our message out to more than just the english-speaking population so um we're doing a lot at the same time we're learning a lot. This is still a work in progress. We're being canceled on platform after platform, and we're scrambling to try and pick up the pieces so that we can keep going. And we appreciate all the support that the public has given us, that the news has given us, all the love that that we keep getting. Uh, so we, it's, it's not without appreciation. And I want everyone to know that we are here. We're not going anywhere. And like I said, the unicorn army has entered the field. Um, and then my personal note is, we just have to be careful that we point, keep our po- horns pointed at the right direction and not at each other. That's, I think, going to be the hardest part for anyone. You know, you, you, you guys are mustangs, you guys are stallions, you guys are mares, you guys are, you guys, you guys have foals you got to take care of. But these special, magical creatures are here to protect you just as, just the same. And if your heart isn't into protecting people and others, um, then you're just a predator, and we don't really need you.
0: Yeah, you just said something that was very key is being cautious on where you're pointing your horns. Because if you look what the media is doing, they want conservative people to dislike gay people because they have organizations that is bought and paid for that's putting on a fake illusion on television, and they want the conservatives outside of that community to say, "Oh, those are all gay people are like that. All gay people are pedophiles," and yeah. that's dangerous. And it's then they-
1: we fought that stigma for generations. I mean, everyone's always said, "Oh, don't go near your uncle. He, you know, he he likes boys." You know, we've 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 fought that stigma for generations. You know, I'm not saying, you know, gay people are united people because we're obviously not. But that stigma is something that every every single one of us has had to fight. And the last thing I need is to be is to hide the fact that I'm gay, because now gay is being is being put together with pedophilia. And that's just not happening. We're We're not down with that.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, and on the opposite foot, you know, they want to try to convince the gay community that. These, you know, people outside of that community is just trying to do hate crimes on gay people. And they're against gays and transgenders. And a show like tonight kills that whole narrative. Yeah. Because
1: and it's then, not And, I'm, true. The one, and I'm, the, I'm the one who's going to turn around and be like, oh, your, your LGBT center got attacked? Oh, you poor thing. What about those birthing centers that got attacked? Those pregnancy centers that you wrote, if pregnancy is not safe, neither are you. What about all of that? You forgot about that, didn't you? I'm not. I'm not the one. I have that memory, and I put that away, because when they come at me, I come back at them. There's there. I, I like I said, I'm a unicorn, and I'm gonna point that horn real good and real quick, and I'm gonna skewer them. Absolutely.
0: Before uh, we close tonight, can you let everybody know, the audience and everyone that's gonna be watching this video, how they can follow you, Twitter, all your social medias,
1: et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Um, You can find me at www.mariopresents.com, and you can follow me on all platforms, sometimes in platforms, at Mario Presents on all platforms.
0: Awesome, Mario. Like I said, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you coming on with us, and hopefully we can get you back on with some of the other members from the Gays Against Groomers organization. Um Absolutely. that would be awesome. We can have a round table and have a big old party with straight people, gay people, bi people, trans people, and at the end of the day we're human people and we That's were right. created as humans and we're one nation, one people just like Trump says. Um That's before right. we let Mario go, if there's any admin or anyone else that has a question for him, here's your chance. Going once. Going twice sold and Uh, mario i I really want to thank you man from the bottom of my heart and uh, i'll stay in touch with you and man any content you need shared send it my way or just post it on the wall you know any information that's going to be key for people
1: likewise thank you very much and hey you know if you guys want to pick up some of that awesome gag swag that's what i'm calling it gag swag (laughs) um Use Mario. Use promo code Mario presents. All one word. You'll save ten percent. And hey, you know they they know that I sent you.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Mario. Thank you.